Well, babe, you're officially a mom. And you're officially a dad. <laughs> so my wife, Angela, is definitely my favorite blogger and YouTuber extraordinaire. And she's a pretty amazing wife, I must add. And my guess is that a lot of you may have seen my husband, Matt, on TV or in the movies. Wyatt from Timeless, Liam from 90210, anyone? Chicago from Pitch Perfect 3. I mean, he's bringing the sexy. All right, all right. So if you guys didn't know, Angela and I created a podcast called Hello Bump to chronicle our journey as expecting first-time parents. We really just started it for something for us to look back on, but we ended up really loving our weekly chat. Yeah, so much so that we couldn't stop there. I mean, now is the fun part, right? Now is the payoff for the nine months of pregnancy. Now is where our life begins. We have a brand new beautiful baby girl and we are so in love. And we want you guys to come on this new journey with us of figuring out, frankly, how to raise this little thing. We know it's going to be tough at times, but we also know the rewards are great. We're going to be chatting week to week about the joys and the struggles of learning how to do this parenting thing. I'm pretty sure we're going to mess up a lot. But from every mistake comes a lesson that we can pass on to you. So join us in this wild ride as we undertake our newest challenge, parenthood. Hello, Hello baby. baby. <laughs> And hello, baby. Episode 71. Episode number 71. Let's title this one. We bought a house. We bought a house. Or uh, surprise. We, well, we already said it. So we bought a house. (laughs) (laughs) We bought a house. We did. So we're going to be talking all about that today. And that decision and those choices and why we did it and all kinds of fun stuff to talk about now. And it's this kind of the good. This kind of syncs up with your latest um, YouTube video. Yeah, actually, we even specifically named this podcast episode in the video for people to come check it out. Right. So uh, there's been a lot going on this week. Oh, oh gosh. my gosh. We just have like a whole update to, to give you all, I think. Yeah. So we got a whole lot of stuff to talk about today. So, without further ado, shall we get into it? Yes, let's do it. Roll that beautiful bean footage. Oh, boy. The most important time, if you're a business owner, is now. The importance of feeling professional and polished and prepared when it counts is right now. You got to do it for small business owners. It's huge. Being plugged in and prepared when an opportunity comes up is crucial. What I'm talking about is business cards and getting those things printed out and looking professional. Your next big opportunity is coming right now. All it takes to feel like you're ready to own the now is 10 bucks. It's a low price to have the confidence you're always ready to make an impression on someone or to get seen in a new way with a a custom business card. Oh, 100%. Ordering business cards was such a game changer for my business. And with Vistaprint, you can create a truly professional, unique card in just minutes. All you have to do is upload your own design or pick from one of their many templates. You pick your paper stock style and the quantity that you need, and then choose your delivery speed, press order, and you receive your cards in as few as three days. It's so 
simple. Yep. Vistaprint uses only carefully selected inks and responsibly sourced paper stocks. Your satisfaction is 100% guaranteed. They'll make it right. I mean, how much more do you want? Vistaprint wants you to be able to own the now in any situation, which is why our listeners will get 500 high quality custom business cards starting at $9.99. Just go to vistaprint.com slash baby. That's vistaprint.com slash baby. vistaprint.com slash baby. Hey, beautiful people, we are back. Man, today, this week, the last couple days, lot going on. I feel like that's putting it mildly. Well, it's one of the most busy weeks of our lives, I'd say. Yeah, well, not for good reasons, unfortunately. No, I think right now, um, let's just talk about the state of parenting right now. We're just frustrated. We're just frustrated right now. Yeah, I always hate I always hate doing that on the podcast because I'm afraid that Kenny's gonna one day listen back to all this stuff and like I want to do an episode where we just purely talk about positive stuff. You know what I mean? And like why she's a joy because there is totally enough there. Yeah, to do episodes I mean, on she's why a she's joy. a joy. She is a joy, but we're just in a stage right now. Like those, like it's I guess just the, tough. The That's last all. few days, especially. You know, it's weird. I mean, this is with all kids, I'm sure. It goes up and down and up and down. Uh, but she's 20 months old. So, but not even really in her twos yet. I'm not sure that that matters if you're going to talk about terrible twos. I mean, it's not like someone flips a switch the day they turn two and then flips it off the day they turn three. So, I don't know. But maybe she's in terrible twos. I don't really know. But uh, it's just like these last couple of days... And maybe this is totally even unfair of me to even talk about this because had you asked me probably four days ago, I would have been like, oh my gosh, she's the sweetest. Like she's been so sweet. But um, the last couple of days, it's just, she's just not been happy. Yeah. Um, I mean, at times she is. And don't get me wrong. There are moments when she's like real sweet and comes over to us and whatever. But uh, I feel like in the for the most part, she's just real agitated a lot recently, like lately, mm-hmm. you know, like. She's gotten in this thing where she, and and precursor, like a lot of this could be our fault, but she only wants these certain treats from her cabinet. They're like little yogurt pellet treats. She loves them, but of course they're sugar. They so, scare me to death. Yeah, because she's choked on them before. So uh, like every time she's in the kitchen, the last few days, she's gotten in this habit of just coming over to me, lifting her arms up. And, you know, when she looks up at me in those big eyes and lifts her arms up to me, I got to I gotta pick her up. But then it's always just wanting these little yogurt pellets. She doesn't want to eat, like, really anything else. Right. I mean, and then when you put something in front of her, she freaks out. She doesn't want it. Yeah. She <clears throat> she kicks her legs, and, and we're trying to kind of, like, discipline that. She'll dangerously come very close to flipping her plate with, like, spaghetti on it, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like, oh, man. It's, it's not... I don't know if it's quite tantrums, but it's like almost at that level. And I mean, I have no problem disciplining when that behavior happens. And at the same time, I also I I feel for her, too. I mean, I don't let it pass without, you know, disciplining it. But I still feel for her because she just cannot figure out how to communicate with us and tell us what she wants. And I I do feel sorry for her. But at the same time, that's not a a way to get her point across. It's not the appropriate way. Well, like, for example, though. 
she was able to communicate. I know what she wanted. I like when I'm talking about this, these yogurt chips. That's those in particular, but she's doing this behavior for other in other situations as yeah. well. I mean, it, it does. I'm sure it's frustrating. I'm sure it's frustrating for her that she can't communicate. But there are several instances where we do know what she's talking about and mm-hmm. what, what, she, what she's wanting. Mm-hmm. She just doesn't like the outcome. Yeah, she doesn't like that the answer is no. Correct. So, and, and, and it turns into a tantrum. Uh, one of the only things that we can sort of do to really calm her down and just, you know, pass that moment really is like with a screen, like TV or Mickey or something like that. Or Which or, that's not good parenting either, you know? No, it's not. I mean, that's why I'm saying that. But we're without help right now, like at all. And um, so it's it's complicated, you know, still trying to run our businesses and, and be productive and also t- take care of her without having any means of assistance yeah i'm actually about to leave tomorrow morning to go back to la for a little while so angela will be on her own trying to do you know her work uh, but also take care of her kids that's really tough it's Um, tough because your life doesn't stop when you have a toddler at home you know but sorry guys i made a uh uh-oh right there um your life doesn't stop when you have a toddler at home but your toddler doesn't understand that life doesn't stop when they want or need something sure yeah I mean, I think you were talking about that you think a lot of this uh, um, like behavior is in the last week or so or last several days particularly is because of her sleep schedule and it's off yes, right now. it's so bad right now. And it is. And we'll, we'll get into all that as to kind of why. Uh, but, and there's uh, nobody to blame that on except for us. I mean, we sure. just need to do a better do job. Do a better job, right. Yeah, so I like I don't know. I don't know if she's just going through a phase if maybe she we kind of thought maybe she wasn't feeling good, but you know, we've been we've taken her temperature and things like that and uh, it's temperature's okay. I mean, of course there are other things in the body that could hurt or maybe she's got a belly ache or something, but I don't know. It's just her temperament has just been very very short-tempered recently and you know, I tried to take her to the park yesterday to play, and it was just real short-lived. Like, she just didn't want to play very long, which I think that's a sort of unusual. She usually loves the park. Oh, my gosh. She lives for the park. Like, you say, let's go to the park, and she's, like, bringing you her shoes. Yeah, that actually, that's totally true. But, uh, yeah, yesterday, it was just it was short-lived. We went. It was only about 20 minutes. You know, granted, it was kind of a big kid's playground, so... I had to help her like basically every step. They they didn't have like a little kids playground or like little toddler. Oh, you didn't go to the same one that we went to last no, time. No, oh, okay, okay. No, but that's adult. That's an adult one too, though. Yeah. I I went over to a park uh, like a lot closer to us, um, but I mean she played a little bit and then she just kind of walked around the park. She watched some some guys playing basketball, so we walked over there and I mean she was exploring and stuff. But overall, it just she just wanted to get back in well she's also going through a thing it's not it's not going through a thing but she knows that the car is fun for her because she not to necessarily sit in the car well possibly two reasons she likes sitting in the car because typically we do give her a screen in the car if she gets a ride over 30 minutes she's allowed to watch a movie or something that's well, that's, that's my rule with her not true at all we that, pretty much give her a screen every time we get I, in the car i don't when i'm by myself when I go run to Target or something like that, she doesn't get the screen. If I'm, if I'm driving up to my parents' house, then she gets the screen. Because yeah, okay. it depends on the length of the drive. Uh, okay. That's how I operate it. Well, I have found that to not be true. Well, that's not accurate because you're not <laughs> always here with me. Okay. <laughs> well, anyway, so she either wants to do that or she wants more, actually more so, she wants to get in the car all the time because she wants to press the buttons in the car. Yeah. 
she loves playing in the car <laughs> like mm-hmm. she like she just likes pressing buttons and and occasionally she's even learned now that the start the start stop button will light up the car and it was actually pretty funny yesterday we were we were we got in the car she hit the button and it all lit up you know it doesn't start the engine because you have to have your foot on the brake mm-hmm. but um, which of course I didn't have it on but she hit the thing and it lit up and she literally went ooh did she really yeah. <gasps> Like, because the whole, you know, like the brand pops up and it's got a little emblem that spins and the radio comes on. And That's cute. Yeah, she was really into it. But, um, but yeah, it was short lived. We came home and, you know, Angela was like, oh, she must not be feeling well. Because remember, she was just real snuggly. She wanted the TV. Yeah. It was, it was, I, she woke up feeling much better, though, from her nap. She did. And you know what? She's napping. It's her sleep. I'm telling you, it's her sleep. She's napping right now. And I am hoping that she wakes up in a better mood because, uh, we can't handle much more. Can't handle it, and we gotta Oof. we gotta get some stuff done around the house too, and uh, things like that. So that's the state of parenting. We're a little bit worn out. We're a little uh, a little exhausted, ready for some changes. Uh, but perhaps a lot of this is happening because of her sleep schedule. Well, her sleep schedule might be a little bit off because last week or a couple of weeks ago, we went to Nashville and. Uh, we were, uh, well, we, I think we talked a little bit about that already, but, um, I feel like it got really shifted off around that time because we were doing the seven, nine, uh, supposed to be seven. It ended up being about nine hour car ride, which, you know, works into her nap times and works into her uh, bedtimes and all that kind of stuff. Um, but more recently, like this week, things have been a little off because Angela's dad has been, uh, in the hospital. Do you want to take over and, and tell them what's going on or do you not or what do you yeah, think I mean I put po- I, I talked about this on my Instagram stories and also in uh, gorgeous girls Facebook group so I feel like a lot of you who listen to this probably already know but um, I think it was two weeks ago now my dad was diagnosed with lung cancer and it was pretty much a shock because it was out of the blue he's never smoked a day in his life which I know that you don't have to smoke to get lung cancer, but that's a, a you know where your brain goes immediately when you hear somebody has lung cancer, especially because Mama had it and she smoked for 50 years. So it was no surprise when she was diagnosed with it. My dad, however, he's a pretty healthy guy. He works out twice a day and always has cared about how he eats and stuff like that. So it's, it was just kind of a shock. And luckily they caught it by accident. So it's only stage one. And the course of treatment was to then remove it. So they took, was it 40 or 50% of his lung? Yeah, I think 40% of his left lower lung. So I think it's the two lobes. The two lower lobes is what they took. Um, So we knew that this was happening, which is why we hurried up and went to Nashville. My mom went with us because we knew she was going to be out of commission and wasn't going to be able to go to Nashville with us for a while. And she wanted to go see the area, see our house, everything like that. So the surgery actually happened last Friday. Today is Tuesday? Wednesday. We, you sort of just spoiled that we bought the house in Nashville. Oh. We didn't say it yet. Well, it's on my YouTube channel, so I'm assuming that everybody <laughs> right. probably already knows. We bought a house in Nashville. Uh, but well, you said you actually said earlier we were just in Nashville. Right. I didn't say we bought a house. Oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, so I think we came back last Tuesday from Nashville. I think my dad's surgery was Friday. Today is, is today Tuesday? Today's Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, today's Wednesday. Is it really? Oh, my gosh. My where is this week gone? Um, and my dad is still in the hospital. He did step down from ICU. Was it Sunday or Monday? Do you remember, babe? Monday? 
I don't. I yeah. I don't know. I just I, I. I know when you remove a part of your body, obviously that's a dramatic surgery. But in my brain, before knowing anything about removing part of a lung, which Matt's stepdad actually had the same surgery done as well about 30 years ago. Um, I just was thinking, oh, it's like removing your gallbladder or your spleen or your appendix. Like, yeah, you'll have a hospital stay. But I didn't realize the the uh, magnitude of it. Did, mm-hmm. did, would you have thought that he would be in ICU and be in such critical condition for as long as he was? Um. I mean, granted, he did have a. I mean, kind of, yeah. I mean, they're yeah, they're taking a vital part of your body out. I know. Eh? I, know. I just, I don't know. Well, I, I think they I, did also have a huge. Um, there was a hiccup, hiccup. in his surgery. Yeah, yeah. They, he was supposed to have the surgery in a certain way that was. Um, I don't. I don't. It's not. I don't think it's orthoscopic, but sort of like that, where they put in like some um, some prongs, and they are able to, you know, remove stuff that way. But uh, something went wrong, and artery artery was hit. And unfortunately, His pulmonary artery. Yeah, unfortunately, lost a ton of blood. Had to have a blood transfusion Two. on the table, yeah. and um, and that put a kink in things. And so then the doctor had to, uh, you know, cut him open with a big old like ten inch front to back uh, opening and go in there and repair stuff. So that really kind of complicated things, I believe. And uh, he actually, one of the surgeons on his team, told him that he was lucky to be alive. Right. Yeah. So I, I don't, I guess it was a pretty significant either blood loss or, uh, you know, slice in the artery. I don't know. I don't know exactly. Cause you know, they don't really always tell you all the details. Yeah. Especially when something, you know the outcome, especially when something wrong happens. Exactly. So, yeah. So that's, what's been going on. And as you guys know, um, Angela's mom, um, is our nanny. So, of course, she's been with her husband in the hospital this whole time. So yeah. we're kind of without uh, kind of without a nanny this week. And so that's why a lot of things are sort of piling up and um, we're not having that daytime help that we're used to having. Not so. to mention, we've been going down to the hospital most days also to see him and, you know, and not to, we, we haven't been taking McKinley. So it's, well, we did. We took her one time. We took her into the CCU unit because the nurses said it was OK and we didn't let honestly we didn't set her down we literally walked her in let my dad see her because no it just made him happy yeah and we all were like yeah we shouldn't set her down we don't want her we shoot she didn't touch anything didn't even get set down like was being held the whole time because we were very careful about that i mean honestly yeah. i didn't even want to take her in there to breathe that hospital air yeah but yeah you know i think we were as diligent as we possibly could have been so right and um i mean we didn't stay long either we just let her, literally let her go in and, and see her grandpa and that was we pieced out. Yeah. Um, so most days we end up going to visit him in the evening hours after she gets up from her nap. And because it's a good, you know, half hour away from here at the hospital, it's um, by the time you travel. And then my mom has to come out to sit with her so that she doesn't go into the hospital. And the, we make these switch offs and stuff like that because we don't have anybody else to watch her. You know, well, so. here and there we do, but um, no one consistently. Yeah, I mean, obviously we have family who can who can pop in and help from time to time, but everybody has jobs and they have lives, and right. so we just don't have anyone that we can count on a hundred percent of the time. So, um, yeah, it's just really thrown a wrench in her sleep schedule because by the time I I go visit him and then get in the car and drive back to 
Ohio, oh my gosh, to our house and then feed her dinner. I mean, she's getting in bed about nine o'clock or even or later. later. Yeah. And like, she's a seven thirty on the dot baby. She always has been, she's always been so regimented with her schedule. So this is just really taking a toll on her and yeah. it's, it's showing in her attitude. Well, you know, this is obviously temporary, all of this. Yeah, uh, it is. So, um, I, cause my dad's going to be out of the hospital within probably the next two days. Yeah. I mean, hopefully that'd be amazing. So uh, that's what's been going on. That's the state of the union. And that's the state of the parents right now. Uh, frustrated. <laughs> so anyhow, let's move on. What do you say? Yeah. To the fun stuff. Let's do it. Interesting fact here. Did you know that socks are the number one most requested clothing item in homeless shelters? I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. And the interesting thing is because you typically don't donate socks because you've already worn them out. So you throw them away. That's so true. So they don't really get socks at homeless shelters. Well, Bombus is on a mission to change that. They created the most comfortable socks in the history of feet. And for every pair of socks purchased, Bombus donates a pair to someone in need. How awesome is that? Yeah. And Bombus has donated over 20 million pairs and they're still counting. They are perfect for the whole family. You get your hands on a pair of Bomba socks, your feet will thank you. Let me just tell you, I haven't received our Bomba socks yet, but I am pumped because I watched this little hype video online that they've got on their YouTube channel. First of all, it's just really cool. It's a really inspirational video. For every pair that they sell, they donate a pair, which is awesome. And the creators or the, the, the owners of the company thought that they were going to take a long time to donate a bunch of socks, but it ended up in like two years time they donated a million socks really awesome they've got really really cool uh, uh designs they look like they're going to be extremely comfortable with the support and everything in just the right places um the merino wool socks you know they're but they're designed to, to be uh breathable dry not itchy just the right amount of thickness looking forward to that for the winter time especially up here in the northeast part of the country I will wear them every day. <laughs> Save 20% on your first purchase when you shop at bombas.com slash baby. That's bombas.com slash baby to save 20%. Bombas.com slash baby. Okay, so we bought a house in Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> What was that? Was that a banjo? <laughs> yeah, that was like the Nashville theme song. The theme song does not sound like that at all. Sorry, I forgot about? to turn off my. You're talking about Nashville, a television show? Yeah, I thought that's what you meant. No, no, no. I just meant like the city. No. Okay. I didn't know that they had a theme song. Learn something new every day. Well, you know, Angela, it's it's, it's just it's a joke, you know. Ha ha. Okay. <laughs> Okay, geez, I need to start looking for a new co-host. Uh, okay, so we bought a house. No, I, I can't help it. I keep hearing "We bought a house, we bought a house." That song, remember, wasn't oh, it? Um, uh, Mr. Kate yeah. on YouTube. Remember, not, she had not, that not, series. We bought a house. Yeah. <laughs> right. So we bought a house in Nashville. A lot of you are gonna. You have a lot of questions. We mm -hmm. we posted a little. Well, I shouldn't say we. Angela. Angela posted a uh, a little empty house tour preview on her youtube so if that you have yeah if you haven't come over from that way and you listen to the podcast regularly but not you don't look at her youtube go over there check it out mm -hmm. uh, because we give a um I keep saying we 
I mean, it is our house, I guess. Well, I mean, you shoot my videos and, and, and yeah, edit them, true, so true, it is true. your channel too. Yeah, I guess so. You do you do a lot of work. So we filmed just a few rooms in the house. We kind of didn't want to do a big reveal. You know, it's really, like I said, it's an empty house. I mean, we just kind of got it. My dad is living there temporarily for a while. He's He moved to Nashville as well, which is pretty cool. He was in Texas near my sister. Uh, now we just got to get my sister to move over to Nashville as well. Uh, and then all will be right. But, um, but uh, well, my mom too, I guess. You know what? Just all the family. We're working on everybody. We're trying to get everybody to Nashville. <laughs> but so he moved, which is really cool because uh, I've not been around my dad, uh, you know, lived around him as an adult, like for, you know, what, 15 years or something. Years so that, and years and years. Yeah. So that'd be really cool to kind of like uh, see him on a day to day basis as an adult. Um, so I'm excited for that. And we're excited to be around family. And who knows? There's even a possibility that Angela's mom and dad could end up moving down there, too. So we don't know. But um what what are the let's see i mean where do i start i don't even know where to begin i guess where our conversations began but i mean you guys knew we've talked about it before that we were thinking about leaving um or, or starting a house a home i don't even know what i'm trying to say <laughs> you're saying <laughs> we've talked about on the podcast before that we are we're interested in possibly not having la be our home base and, right. and, and raising kenny in a different way and, and I think that we had mentioned Atlanta on we, here. We talked about Atlanta. Yeah. I think we did talk about Nashville. Uh, and we might have even talked about other places. I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, really, we kind of were eyeing Atlanta and Nashville this whole time. Now, look, we love L.A. Uh, we're always going to have a connection. Uh, I think we're going to sell our current home, but we're going to have a home in L.A. Mm -hmm. We're going to be kind of like bi-coastal, not that Nashville's on a coast, but it's still very it's east coast for it's kind of east coast so you know obviously with what i do and acting and that's kind of based out of la for me and everything we need a house or a home or whatever in la so yeah. we're gonna have that i um, mean he's getting ready to go back in tomorrow and you were you right. and i were just there what two weeks ago three weeks ago yeah 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 so, so we spent we're still gonna spend a lot of time there yeah so we're gonna set up a base there but um i think and you know as you guys probably know or it's pretty obvious that uh, when I'm shooting stuff, I'm shooting a TV show or a movie or whatever, we, we go to that place, you know, um, I've been shooting in Toronto and so we've got a place in Toronto right now. Currently we're in Ohio because when I've got some time off, uh, we come back to our little apartment here in Ohio. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's where we're at right now. But, um, yeah, so we'll have a place in LA, um, but what I was saying was, you know, obviously wherever I'm working, that's where we go. So typically me and Angela and the family and whatever will go to Toronto or Louisiana or wherever I'm shooting. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of in the business is sort of changing in a way, I think uh, the, the the acting you know industry um, with technology. Now, you don't go in and read an audition or whatever to uh, every casting director out there. I mean, there's a lot of different factors as to reasons why. Number one, a lot of people want you to put yourself on a tape, an audition tape, and actually just send it to them. And then they sort of narrow it down from there. Mm -hmm. Also, I'm sort of at a point in my career where, you know, most of the casting directors already know me. They already know my work and, and I don't have to go see them for a first audition. They kind of just 
will forward my tape straight to the producers uh, who, uh, you know, make decisions. Or, uh, you know, people kind of already know me or producers already know me and they just want to have a meeting. And, you know, typically by that time, they're not meeting with 50 guys. You know, if they're if they're down to that, they're meeting with a few people who they might want for the role. And uh, at that point, I'll fly out there. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, if I'm not already in L.A. for something else, then then we'll just I'll make the trip out there. Um, but so the business has changed a lot, I think. It's beginning. It's getting a lot more technologically advanced as far as sending tapes in and not doing live auditions. And also, I think people are filming more and more outside of L.A. I mean, everybody knows in these last few years that really, if you get a TV show and you're shooting in L.A. and you live there, like you're lucky because not that many people shoot in L.A. A lot it's of comedies. A lot of comedies shoot there. I didn't know how lucky I had at shooting. 902 and 0 there for five seasons but you know most shows are shooting in atlanta or toronto or vancouver or Or even europe for all we know i mean it depends on what it is or louisiana or really anywhere outlander yeah like outlander (laughs) but really la is sadly becoming really a sparse landscape when it comes to shows shooting there and one of the reasons for that is um for just for those who don't have you know, any knowledge of that is, is for tax purposes. Yeah. You know, you, a production can go to like Louisiana or the state of uh, Georgia and save, you know, like 30, they'll get like 30% of their budget back from mm-hmm. that state because when a production goes to a location, it brings tons of jobs, tons of local jobs. Um, and, you know, it's, it's a lot of like notoriety for that area. So that's why uh, I'm shooting in Toronto right now. A lot of Netflix stuff shoots in Toronto and, um, yeah, so that's kind of what's happening with L.A. And, um, you know, I know some of you are thinking like, well, why didn't you move to Atlanta? Well, it was it was on the it was on the slate. It was, it was on, the, on the table. It was on the table. Uh, you know, I, I grew up in Atlanta. I, I love the area. Um, it would have been really, really familiar to me, um, you know, to be back around like Atlanta Braves and maybe even some of my friends back in Atlanta and um, all that sort of stuff. I don't have family in Atlanta anymore, so there wouldn't be any of that there. Um, I do in, in like deep South Georgia, but it kind of between Atlanta and Nashville, um, we went to Nashville. I feel like I'm, I'm hogging the mic here. Do you want to? No, I, I appreciate that because I feel like you're doing other things. No, because you're talking about your job. You're talking about how it relates to the entertainment industry. Sure. I true. can do what I do anywhere. Well, true. So I, I guess that kind of, Yeah. That kind of caps that. Angela could kind of do what she needs to do anywhere. I mean, if I have to, to shoot something in L.A., I, I fly to L.A. Or, sure. I mean, the majority of projects for me seem to take place in New York anyway. But you do take a lot of meetings in L.A. yourself. I mean, you're going to be going back to L.A. quite a bit, too. I am. I am. Um, so. But, I mean, New York, though, that's where the, fashion, the beauty the brands beauty. are really yeah. headquartered and stuff. I actually need to take a trip to New York. So, you know, we had started to think about this. I think also Angela and I... Like the, like I said, there's a lot of great things about L.A. We know some really great people. A lot of our friends are there. Um, but uh, the other flip side of that is we've got a lot of friends leaving L.A. too. Yeah, we it's do. a weird thing right now. I mean, it just it feels is. like I don't know if it's because of the age we're at. And, you know, a lot of people around us now are starting to have families and think about other things other than a, you know, kind of a selfish single lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, but doing a married or family lifestyle in LA is uh is difficult especially if you're not you know if you're not working a ton and you're making a ton of money it's difficult to buy a house there it's mm-hmm. it's harder you know things are just 
higher price. So mm-hmm. I feel, and, and it's getting crazier. The traffic's getting crazier. Mm-hmm. The, uh, you know, just just everything about LA, it, it's getting crazier. I've been there for 15 years, and it's getting crazier. So I I think that um, also you don't realize how much of a bubble you live in in LA until you're outside of there, like the traffic and whatnot. Right. It just becomes part of daily life. And then you go somewhere like Nashville and you're like, wait a minute, this is what life is like, like without traffic. Wait, I don't need to schedule an hour to get four miles mm-hmm. regardless. Right. So yeah, I, that's part of it. Um, you know, so we've sort of been, I think always in the back of my head, I knew I didn't really want to be in LA permanently. I didn't want to raise a family there necessarily i just i like i said i grew up in atlanta i had woods to play in when i was a kid like a lot of my time was spent out in the woods just exploring and doing that sort of thing and i've always pictured that sort of lifestyle for my my kid or my kids living in la we live in a great residential area of la but it's still the big city i mean it's Mm -hmm. you know we, we don't really feel comfortable letting her ride her bike out in front of our house I mean, especially if like we're not there and I'm talking about like, you know, once you're seven, eight, nine years old, typically kids can kind of ride their bike around their house without their parent being right there. Right. Um, But in L.A., it's just not it's not safe. It's not safe enough. There's too there's too many people around. It's too big. The pockets, the areas that you live in, they change drastically from one, you know, mile, sometimes one block to the next. Mm -hmm. So. You know, you might be in a decent area, but you got a sketchy area up the street. Um, you got a lot of, we have a lot of like homeless uh, issues kind of around us. Um, and, you know, y- you feel bad, but at the same time, you you also feel somewhat threatened because, you know, you just worry that like someone might do something to your kid or, you know, if you take your eyes off for a second. So there's just a lot of reasons why we were like you know what i think it's time to go towards like a residential a residential area maybe it's not la so we kind of were just looking around the country and all that sort of stuff um and i grew up in the south angela had a lot of family in the south growing up she's been there quite a bit so she's kind of always said i i just like the vibe of the south the Mm -hmm. people are nice there i like the weather Um, like (laughs) the weather way better than ohio weather well look i'm gonna have struggles about that because the weather in la you kind of can't beat, but at the same time, you also, those of you know, it doesn't rain enough. I mean, it rains in the wintertime, but like other than that, it's just dry and but dusty. You, you don't get seasons. You don't get seasons. So look, you can look at it in two different ways, you know, like good or bad. Um, but you know, obviously there, there's just give and take. When you come to the South, you come to the East coast, you're going to have a ton of humidity in the summertime. You're going to get a lot of, it's going to be kind of wet and damp. And definitely in the Southeast is like, is wet. But um, I don't know. I mean, I think I'm going to love having thunderstorms. <laughs> it's I think like, you will, too. You're going to just love having weather that coincides with football season is what you're going to love. Oh, man, I can't wait. It even snows a little bit in Nashville. A tiny bit. A tiny like last bit. year, they didn't get any at all. Oh, well, maybe we can see a couple of flurries. That'll be nice. So um, between Atlanta and Nashville for us, um, both cities offered tons of flights back mm-hmm. to L.A., both cities were drivable to family in Ohio. That's another like main reason that we wanted to be sort of back on the East Coast ish. In LA, we just don't have any family like the like the western half of the United States. We don't have a family, so it kind of feels like we're on an island out there by ourselves, you know, except for our friends. Um, 
and you got it's it's a four hour flight at least on the east coast no matter where we're at you could hop in the car if you need to be somewhere and you could be there in seven eight nine hours in a car mm-hmm. um it just feels a lot closer so uh atlanta we looked around uh, quite a bit on the internet we we've been down there a few times we, you know i shot pitch perfect three down there mm-hmm. angela loves it and i love uh, it and i love it too we just one of the main reasons we sort of decided was a we'd be a little closer to Ohio and family and a little more central and actually even a little closer to LA, um, you know, by the, by plane. Cause it's, Nashville's a little more West than Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Like maybe, maybe like knock off like 30 minutes or 40 minutes of the plane ride. I'm mm-hmm. not sure. Something like that. Mm-hmm. But, um, it's a little bit smaller. Traffic in Atlanta is pretty darn bad. It's horrible. Yeah, it, it's pretty horrible. It's pretty bad. And you know, one of the reasons too, we're fleeing LA is to get away from the traffic. So, uh, another thing in Atlanta, as I think if we wanted to, to move down there, we would want to be on the very far north side of Atlanta and the airport is south of the city. So if I'm talking about flying in and out and Angela's flying in, in and out a lot, and we're going back and forth between LA and Atlanta, it's a lot of travel time. It's a lot of driving time and a lot mm-hmm. of driving and traffic time right. to get to the airport and back. I mean, you're talking possibly an hour and a half maybe mm-hmm. from kind of an area that we probably would have wanted to establish a home. So we started kind of thinking towards Nashville. Mm-hmm. I had never been there before several months ago. And we, we went down there with, kind of with the purpose of taking a look at the city. Just trying to get a vibe on it, a yeah, feel for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, you guys probably will remember that because we, I think we talked about it on the podcast. We went down for like four or five days. We didn't really talk about why we were going down because we didn't really know if that's where we wanted to be, but we just wanted to get a feel for the city because I hadn't been to Nashville since I was in like fourth grade or something like that. I've been, I mean, I've been to Tennessee a million times and you have too, but that we go to Southeast Tennessee where my family's from. And obviously Nashville has got a completely different vibe. So we went for, what was it? Four or five days? Yeah. We drove down from Ohio and just hung out, just drove all over the city. We looked at all the different areas. We have three couple friends. So three sets of couples who have recently moved from L.A. to Nashville. So we had three people who knew what we were coming from. And and we kind of just looked at looked to them to tell us, okay, where should we be looking? Like, what areas should we be looking at to get a vibe on whether or not this is the the city for us? And it's really weird. I might have sort of hit on it earlier, but we feel like a lot of people are leaving L.A. And and I don't know if it's for all the same reasons we are or not. But um, yeah, we've got like several of our friends who are leaving. And funny enough, going to Nashville, it feels like people are leaving L.A. right now and a lot of people are going to Nashville right now. And I I think Nashville's growing like crazy right now. It's still an entertainment oriented town, you know, so that kind of the the music entertainment and and the, uh, you know, the uh, film and TV entertainment, it's sort of it kind of like bleeds together in a way. So I kind of still I felt like it was still kind of in our ballpark as far as what we do um, for a living. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the same time, Nashville offered a a lot more of like just growing up in Atlanta for me feel, Mm -hmm. you know, you can get yard down there. You can Mm -hmm. get, you can be in a neighborhood if you want. You, you don't have to be in a neighborhood. You could be on a farm if you want. You can get a ton of land if you want. I mean, like, like acres if you want. 
you go a little further south of the city or north or whatever but um but it's there so it's it's just a good mix i feel like nashville the city is on the rise matter of fact it's one of like all these charts that you see of like growing cities and popularity and um uh, nashville's always on it it's nashville it's austin texas right now it's even raleigh north carolina charlotte is coming up all these places are growing and growing and i mean who knows maybe traffic will get bad in nashville i hope not but um but right now it's pretty great and uh, it's it's still a good size city there's tons to do obviously tons of music tons of bars everything you want to do is also in nashville mm -hmm. um except go to the beach but yeah. you know what for some weird reason we never went to the beach in la anyway no i mean truthfully the beaches in la are not that nice not compared to like florida panhandle beaches right and the water's really cold and and the traffic the traffic to get down to the beach and then park it's 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 crazy uh, so you know we, we didn't in la right now we don't live like right next to the beach so it was always kind of a trek to get there um you know with the traffic included so it's kind of something that we didn't really take advantage of anyway mm -mm. i will miss like weekend trips up to the up like the coast up to like santa barbara things like that santa barbara is like this cool little coastal town up the coast of california that we always love to go to but um yeah we'll miss stuff like that but you know like i said i don't know how how long we're going to be in nashville like i don't know what kind of time we'll be spending there what kind of time we'll be spending in la we just don't know but bottom line is we just sort of shifted our base when we're not working and not doing things that's going to be sort of our base and then in a few years you know things are going to sort of change again once kenny gets in school that's another reason we chose nashville schools yeah the schools are amazing yeah it just all throughout the nashville area they're just rated so 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 well the public schools the public schools um which that's an ongoing conversation for matt and i because i want to put her in private and well i don't think so <laughs> no nah, i don't think so yeah she needs to go to a christian school for no, elementary nope nope she's good see we this is ongoing conversation guys um i don't have anything against a christian school obviously what is weird is we moved to a area of the country that's like ranked number three in the entire country for quality public schools. I know, but and like, number one in Tennessee. Why would we send her to a private school when we have that gold in a public school? I also grew up in a public school system. I loved the experience. It was great. Why would we send her to a private? school? I want school? her to go to public school for part of the part of her schooling because I feel like I missed out on so much. But I don't know. I feel like those foundational years of of elementary school, like you always. I feel like you've always been impressed with my my knowledge biblically, and that's because of me being raised not only in church, but also Christian school as a part of my everyday curriculum, and I just feel like that's a really good foundation for her. I, I understand that. You know, I understand that. I, I just feel like, my gosh, let's get that foundation at church and the way we raise her because the public schools are awesome. Yeah, so. well. That's another We've got reason years to go on this one. We do. And, and what I was starting to say is that, you know, obviously in about another three, four years, things are kind of going to shift again as to like how much time, how much time we're spending where and kind of what happens. Because right now, technically, you could just fly anywhere where you want to go with her. I'm dreading the day when she gets into school and has to be based, you know, in, a, in one area every day, because I think that means I'll be on my own a lot more. But, um, you know, really, it would have been like that no matter what. I yeah. mean, it, it would have been like that. It, it's just 
if I'm shooting somewhere, it's going to be like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it'd it be like that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so I, there's just, it's hard. I mean, when you're kind of living the lifestyle that we live and, and doing what I do and you're constantly uprooted, you know, it's kind of like probably like the, the, the moving aspect. I think Angela said this before, kind of like a military family. I mean, clearly we're not making the sacrifices no. they're making, but uh, in the way that we move quite often uh, to do a certain project, you know, um, is similar. So I don't know if that means Angela and McKinley are going to be based a little more permanently once she kind of gets in school. We're not really sure. I guess we'll cross that bridge when we get there. We might not even be in Nashville or in L.A. Maybe we'll have a house in Honolulu, Hawaii. I don't know because <laughs> things change for us all the time. But right now. That's what we decided to do. We bought a house in Nashville. Don't you want to say, we bought a house, we, we bought, bought a house. house. We bought a house. So, hey, 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 hey. Yeah. So we're, uh, we're super excited about it. It's. I'm very excited about it. I, my whole life, have wanted to live in Tennessee. Yeah. I've got a big old yard to play in. It's just, it's great. It's great. We're going to have uh, a lot of things for her to do around that area. I say her, I mean McKinley, to do around that area. Uh, a lot of stuff for us to do. You know, if we get a sitter, you know, Angela and I can can pop pop into the big city in Nashville and go go to the honky tonks. That's right. You know, it's it's just exciting. I, I I just to be somewhere this just feels a little more normal. I mean, I know it's still an entertainment city and it's still a huge tourist attraction city, but it's just going to feel a little bit slower pace, a little bit more normal. Right. There's a lot the the town. If you've never been to Nashville, the city is just surrounded by farmland. And I actually, I love that. Yeah. Well, you know, with, with Nashville, like the downtown area and the very, very, very close areas are still, they're, they're pretty city feeling. They're pretty, uh, you know, uh, not near what LA feels like, but you know, if you drive 15 minutes out, you get a little bit of more relaxed family life. You get a slower pace, a little bit more neighborhoods. And you know, um, that's kind of what we were after. So uh, we kind of are able to escape that big city feel mm-hmm. when we want. And then when, when we want it, we can just drive into the big city. So that's kind of what we're doing right now. Um, so we bought this house. So actually, here's the thing. We didn't, we didn't plan to buy a house this quick. No. When we did that podcast several months ago talking about the places, we had no idea we were this close to actually making a move or making a purchase i should say i I hate to say we're moving because we're not moving we're just we're just picking up another house and kind of basing ourselves there the majority of the time when we're not working but we're not moving because we're still going to be in la a lot um so it's just weird to say we're moving because i I think when you when you say that you think like you're 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 going to a place and you're going to be there permanently it's just not our lives unfortunately um and fortunately i suppose but Anyway, we've been looking at like these places like we talked about, and we actually sort of thought that we once we sort of picked Nashville, um, we sort of thought that I'm going to be working until November on Jupiter Legacy in Toronto. Mm -hmm. So we kind of thought that, you know, after after November. Maybe we go down to Nashville and we build a house down in Nashville. It'll take, you know, six, eight months to build a house. And maybe we'll actually kind of make a, you know, quote, permanent move to 
uh, a new house in Nashville, like the middle of next year is kind of what we were thinking was going to happen. And, um, you know, it's just not, not what life had planned. It's not what God had planned. No, we, we just fell in love with the house that we found. Yeah. We bought. Yeah. We got this thing and it popped up for us and, uh, it checked every box and, and we were like, Hey, uh, even if we build somewhere, will it check all these boxes? I don't know. So, uh, with the exception, uh, exception of a couple of things that we want in the house, we want to expand a bit on the master closet. We want to put a, a hot tub in things like that. Um, and we will figure out a way, darn it, to achieve these things. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it checked a lot of boxes for us. It so. really did. It, it, it checked pretty much every box with the exception of closet. Right, right, right. So we went ahead and just got it. We just scooped it up. Without doing anything with our LA house. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so technically we have four residences right now, which is nuts to think about. It is. It's, it's kind of crazy. It's, it's, re- it's It doesn't ridiculous. make any sense. No, like, we got to... Yeah. Well, look, Toronto is going away. Yes. I got boned in Toronto. Okay. I'm not even going to tell you the price for that's just inappropriate, obviously. But, um, you know, that's what happens. Usually when you get on a TV show, they don't give you a house or an apartment or whatever. Typically, they give you a small moving fee and then they kind of consider you a local in a way. And so you're you're basically what I'm saying is you're responsible to find your own place. Typically, when we go and we quote move to a, a city to shoot, we Airbnb something, mm-hmm. you know, for like months at a time. We'll Airbnb something. So that's what we're doing in Toronto. Let me tell you, that city is expensive. I think that's all of Canada's big cities, isn't it? Because Vancouver was like that too. Well, I think that's just sort of big cities in general. It is, but I mean, like it's asinine. Like uh, Vancouver costs more than San Francisco, and San Francisco is the most expensive country in the United States. Is San Francisco a country? city okay city (laughs) (laughs) so um yeah it's it's absolutely ridiculous but you know we're done filming in november and next year if we go back up there for season two i hope we do um we're gonna have a lot better knowledge of the city where we can be and what it is that we need and not to mention like ken and i haven't even been up there yet so i know you need to come we just uh, life has not been kind in that particular area well look life's been kind in a lot of oh areas for, for sure us. just in this particular one we just haven't been able to get up there but um right, right right i'm just i'm just not sure that it makes sense for us to even rent something like that next time because we have this place in ohio so we'll, we'll have to see we'll i think have to it, play yeah, it out. we'll see but i think we can save a lot of money next year if there's oh a, if there's gosh, a next year yes. so. anyhow um so that's kind of what's going on that's why we um uh, decided to move that's kind of the the filling you guys in um, like I said, go check out her Angela's YouTube video. It's an empty house preview. So she basically shows you the backyard, the screen and porch, uh, the master bedroom, a little bit of the master closet and kind of a, a theater room. We've got a theater room, which I'm freaking pumped about. Mm-hmm. And, um, you get a little peek into that stuff. You know, there's no decor in there right now. Um, there's like nothing, nothing, a yeah, lot of nothing. Well, that's why you call it an empty house tour. Right. Because it's empty. But, you know, stay tuned to her YouTube channel because I'm sure as the uh, months go on that we're going to get some stuff in the house and do a little decorating and probably, you know, show you some room reveals and things like that. Um, I'm still shooting Jupiter's Legacy, like I said, for another couple of months. So really, we're not making that that move down there. We're, we're not putting our stuff in that house for another two months or something. Uh, so right now, it's just kind of it's kind of chilling down there. My dad's there, but it's just kind of chilling, and we're we're um, we're not 
going to be there. Do you know how hard that is to buy a house and own the house and then not go to it? It's just like it's not fun. It's not. It's like a tease, you know. Like you yeah, want to go and you want you want to experience uh, the house and that home and you want to mm-hmm. experience the life there that um, that you kind of are, are looking forward to experiencing. But uh, that gets put on hold because. I'm having I'm having some fun up in Toronto right now, uh, shooting a superhero thing. So uh, you know, you know, uh, playing a superhero ain't too shabby. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of a good time. So uh, I'm enjoying it. <laughs> um, but overall, we're just really excited about this next chapter of life. We've already started working on decor. Got our washer and dryer. Yeah, washer and dryer in yesterday. You yeah, got it's your, like a fully functioning house now. You got your ridiculous TV in. Well, it's not mounted or anything because we're, we're planning on doing some uh, construction work. Um, some of it major, some of it not so major. But one of the things that Angela, you guys, again, you, you go over to YouTube, check out the video. But we've got a very large two-story stone fireplace. It's kind of a dark, actually, it might be called Tennessee Fieldstone. I think it's cool looking. It's very lodgy, very rustic. Two stories, large fireplace. Angela doesn't like it. She wants the light, bright, and airy. Yeah. And we're actually talking about doing a uh, like shiplap, like white shiplap, uh, all the way to the ceiling, which is kind of crazy. Um, but so no, we can't mount the TV or nothing until the fireplace gets totally redone. And um, and yeah, but I'm excited because I got a big old TV for that room. I'm pumped about that. <laughs> um, Matt, a little bit was like what the heck yesterday because I didn't explain my YouTube video was just a preview because it was the tour only showed a few of the areas of the house so sorry guys just I showed like the common areas and then our master suite but yeah you'll get you'll see more you'll see more as we go on we're just not there <laughs> we're not there to even show it yeah well we we didn't want to do like a whole thing we weren't ready to reveal the entire thing anyway yeah. maybe you'll do another empty house tour like more detailed when we actually get down there and yeah, all that sort of stuff so yeah. Yeah. anyway um we're coming up on our time do you have any more stuff you want to talk about as far as the house or anything like that um the only thing that i would say that is not ideal about the house and i would love you guys to chime in about this is that the master suite is downstairs and the baby's room is upstairs oh. and that's stressing me out yeah it's stressing me out big time right 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 and the way this house is built it's got a lot of square footage um and so the master suite is relatively far from the upstairs room i mean look in an emergency situation, can you still be up there in five seconds? Yes, you can. Of course. Because you're going to run out of the room I'm and up the stairs. I'm just afraid of not hearing her because I sleep so hard. But here's the thing. that I mean, we have mo- there are monitors, which of course I'm going to be like, no, turn it off. She's fine. I'm going to make you sleep with headphones of her monitor in your headphones. I probably would still sleep through it. You probably would. It's it's what are you talking? It's always me. It's me who wakes I, up. I'm a very hard sleeper, except for when it comes to Matt. Like McKenley will cry sometimes in the middle of the night, and I I won't even hear it. Like you'll hear her and go and rock her and stuff, and then tell me the next morning that you did. Yeah. But like if it's you that's up, not feeling well or whatever, I can hear you. But the baby, I can't. It's usually the opposite with moms. I don't know why. Hmm. Well, if I'm getting up, that means I'm rustling the bed and, and, and moving. So that's going to wake you up. That's true. Maybe that's why. I'm right next to you. Like That's true. Shaking the bed. Right. So, yeah, that's an that's an interesting mom topic or parent topic to talk about. Like, do you have a problem if your kid is on a different floor? 
I feel like a lot of the new houses and the houses being built in the last couple of years, a lot, I feel like a lot of them are like that. The master suite yeah. is on a different floor yeah. than the kids' rooms. I mean, and look, 10 years from now or 15 years from now or whatever, you might be- We'll be so thankful. I know thankful that. for that. I know that. You don't hear a little 15-year-old girl up there with her music and- Or talking on talking FaceTime. On the, or the telephone or the-, the, or the or teleporting in and out. I, mean, I, don't, I don't know what's going to happen in 15 years, but uh, that'll be nice to have our own little master suite away from the noise. It's true. You know? I know. I know. Just right now in this particular season of life, especially if we have another one any, anytime soon, which as of today, Matt says we're done. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I just looked at Angela today and, you know, like as we were saying, we're a little stressed out and I was like, I, just, I don't think I can. I just don't think I can <laughs> because the last few days it's been about it's like been hard. about 30% joyful, 70% tough. Yeah, <laughs> so, it's hard. It's not easy being a parent. It's just right, not. Right, right, right. There's good days and there's bad days. Right. So. Yeah. Anyways, so, no, I don't have anything else to add. Okay. Well, um, you know, we'll be back, uh, I guess next week talking about something new. I got to figure out how we're going to fit this in next week and when we're going to record. Cause I'm, like I said, I'm headed off to LA tomorrow morning for a few days to get some stuff done. And um, gosh, I, I guess we'll just record when I get back. Yeah, we're going to have to. And we'll figure out something to talk about. So in the meantime, you guys enjoy yourselves. Hope you enjoy the episode. And, uh, and uh, you know, it's exciting for us. And so we hope that you feel our excitement. And hey, if you're in Nashville or you've been to Nashville, comment on the video. Um, say hello to us and <laughs> welcome us down there. Tell us what we can expect, what we can look forward to, or something we should stay away from. You know, whether it be an area of town or a time of year or an event or whatever, let us know. Fill probably us in. Probably everyone's going to say the CMA Fest. Stay away from it. Yeah, it's probably <laughs> it's a madhouse. Yeah. Um, anyhow, we're pumped. And um, uh, that, that's kind of it. I don't really know what else to say. Yeah. Uh, I guess until next time, uh, follow Angela at, at Angela Lanter on Instagram, me at, at Matt Lanter, and go leave us a DM at, at Hello Baby Podcast and follow us over there too. All right. Love you guys. Uh, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already, and we will see you next week. Bye, guys. <laughs>